With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yes, sir. I'm very, very excited about it. Uh, yeah, Listen, I'm always very excited to talk to you, buddy. Uh, today, we crowned a national champion in college basketball. We had a huge trade in the National Football League. We had a huge injury in Major League Baseball. We had a huge firing. I mean, today brought all of it. I mean, I mean, really, we we couldn't we couldn't parse some of this out the rest of the week. We couldn't say, okay, you know what, we're going to have this game tonight. 
We'll have the we'll have the NFL trade on Tuesday. We'll have the you know we'll have this. Will ESPN will fire Paul Pierce on Wednesday? Yeah. You know we we couldn't parse it out a bit a little bit more. No, we got a twenty second lawsuit against Deshaun Watson. Look, all of it had to happen tonight because I'm going on spring break. In other mm. words, I'm just going to be hanging out with my daughters, you going, going to you, from soccer practices, oh, doing a whole lot of nothing. Boo! But, I thought you were going to tell me you're going to Daytona, you going to Lauderdale. It's going to be you. Hey, I'm Mike Harmon. Hey, you know what? By the end of the week, I may find five hours to go and uh, just drive to Vegas, dip my toe in a pool, and then come back. But you, you never can tell. But you know, it all had to happen because well, the world revolves around me. <laughs> Harmon's World, baby, at Harmonville. Well, we're yeah. living here in Harmonville. Dun, 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 dun. Nicely done. One of my favorite albums of all time, the great Billy Joel. But, yeah, I mean, it, it is a lot to take in over the course of the day. We're thinking, all right, we're going to get a great national title game. How are we going to get everything else in? And then we went – all right, that was a good national title game. No, it was it was a national title game. All right, what else we got? <laughs> I mean, I there's mean, look, so many stories that aren't even going to make the cut. I know, but it, I know. There, but there is, you know, there was a national title game. Yeah. No Baylor. That's kind of how it goes. Look, yeah. and, and before we get into Paul Pierce, look, Baylor wins a national title in a game that no one's going to ever remember because it was a blowout from front to back, right? Baylor came out, and they took the game from the beginning from the Bulldogs, right? This was, this was, when you say, what do you remember from the national championship game? Well, I remember that, well, Baylor had a lot of points and they got a lot of rebounds. I mean, that really was the game. Well, Baylor- you know, here, here's a stat that you'll appreciate, though. Go ahead, that, buddy. That I saw. Uh, Jared Spencer with his 20 points, seven assists. First guy to do that as the MOP since uh, Carmelo. Mm. Oh, see, now I'm thinking back to Melo. See, I tied it back for you. Yeah. See, I even Thanks, made buddy. it about you for 32 you, seconds. Uh, but, yeah, uh, out-rebounded by 18. 16 offensive rebounds for Baylor in yeah. an absolutely uh, dominant performance. Congratulations. And, and also, you, you look at you get 18 years to get to this point. We talk about building programs. Drew Drew ain't getting past year two or three in 2021 with the record they had. No matter how much they were coming out of scandal, they're still moving on to somebody else. So uh, good for him. And, you know, and the thing is, look, Baylor's journey from where they were in 2003 to now is crazy. All right, you. I my first time around at Fox Sports Radio was back in 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003. I was on the air doing afternoon nights and afternoons when the Baylor scandal broke. I mean, it was a huge deal, and Dave Bliss was the head coach who had to resign in 2003 following internal and NCAA investigations into so many things, including the murder of Baylor player Patrick Dennehy by his teammate Carlton Dotson. All right. They they include the alleged involvement of Bliss making tuition payments and, and, and trying to frame Dennehy posthumously as a drug dealer to provide cover. I mean, it was it was a story that you go, are you kidding me? I mean, this is what Baylor basketball was in 2003. This is Baylor basketball, and it was it was every day there was a new update on this story, and it was about as as bad as you could get. I mean, it's one thing to sit here and say, okay, there's you know illegal payments and this tuition, but to get to the point where we're trying to cover up a, a player's murder by blaming right. him as being a bad guy, this was Baylor basketball, and it's not. Just, I know you say, well, seventeen short years later, but this is when. 
Drew comes in and he takes over the team. And not only did he get it from, boy, here's a team that barely made the NCAA tournament. We never talked about Baylor basketball. They never made the tournament. They made the tournament, I think, twice in 50 years. Right? right. They made the tournament in 88. And I think before that, it was Peach Baskets. It was like 1950. 1950- Yes, it was a long time ago when they went to the Final Four. That was when eight teams were invited to the NCAA tournament, all right? And Baylor was one of them in 1950. And here they are with with this run now, and they have not just gotten to the top of the basketball world. They have become a basketball power in the past few years because this was, you know, they could have won the championship last year. This team is really good, and they have been good. They've been making the tournament. They've been making deep runs in the tournament. Baylor basketball has been really good but to be able to come back from you're thinking you know death penalty for the for the uh for the program because it was that bad and who wants this job and what could you possibly wind up doing and here you are and you turn things around within five years you're 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 a tournament team every year and here you are winning the national title and you're a deep team and you have a lot of talent there there's comeback stories and then there's comeback stories from when you have to sit back and say okay there's nothing we can do I mean, there's nothing we can do for this program. I don't even know if they're going to play basketball after this. And, and here they are, and, and they won the championship in 2021. I mean, that is really – I mean, like I said, there's comeback stories, and then there's Baylor. Yeah, it takes some time. Uh, like fifth school to win both of their final four games by 15-plus. You know, just looking at some of these uh, stats that come flowing out of this over the course of the night, just dominant over the weekend. But that long road, one, you don't get it. I mentioned they, they would have fired him after a couple of years into his tenure, just saying, all right, we're not going fast enough. But it's a, it's a <laughs> yeah. no, but that's, but that's the way the, the wheels turn, right? And, and the, the backers of a program and the folks that are cutting big checks to make things happen, normally it doesn't get to gestate the same way. Here they were slow, steady, stayed the course. And, yeah, I I remember that story as it started to unwind. Hell, I've probably seen five to seven documentaries and a bunch of fictional, you know, ripped from the headline-like shows that that were based on all of that as it went on. Just grisly, uh, embarrassing, nauseating, a better term uh, for what went on in, in that and you pick up the pieces and slowly but surely like you take the the spots as a laughing stock because right before that we're not talking like they were an annual power as you mentioned the history and you know their tournament appearances rank up there well with my northwestern team except now they Mm. have a title uh but just (laughs) just the and we we don't have that in the history you got a point shaving scandal but you certainly don't have that but it's the the idea that, you know, one, you, you can rise up. So, you know, they become a nice uh, story for other programs that have had problems of, all right, stay the course, get the right guy in charge of the program, bring in the right people, etc. cetera. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure we'll have a few books uh, written on this last 20 years for the program and, and what it took in those early days of convincing, cajoling, and trying to rebuild. I mean, think about going into a recruit's house right after that. Mm-hmm. Think, think yeah. about that. It's like, okay, so this ha- – because it became more about the sensationalism of, all right, here's what I'm reading in the news. What the hell? 
I was like, that wasn't on my watch, but you're the one that's got to answer for it. <laughs> and you have to, you know, choose what you say carefully because you know more than perhaps is what's gotten out in the press. Like, there's going to be a lot that has to go to it. It's just uh, amazing. So to have this length of time to build and then to have tonight with a, a just sheer domination of Gonzaga in a game, right? Spread, I think, before tip-off was either four or four and a half. So projected to be a close game, but I think most of most folks, in, including yours truly, I know our guy Aaron Torres coming up in a few minutes, still were siding, thinking, all right, Gonzaga will bounce back from Saturday and, and that'll, you know, slap them awake. Instead, they came out and got boat race. Credit to Drew and the Baylor Bears. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. So we'll have more on Baylor coming up in a few minutes. But the other basketball story of the day, uh, you shake your head and go, wow. Uh, Paul Pierce fired by ESPN earlier today after his Instagram live post on Friday night in a room full of exotic dancers while smoking, drinking, playing poker, uh, no COVID-19 safety protocols going on. All of these things were happening in this video. Uh, Pierce had been with ESPN since he retired from the league back in 2017, and now he's looking for his next employer. When this happened on Friday night, and it, it broke late Friday after we were done with the show into, into Saturday morning. I knew he was going to be fired. And I knew it because I've worked there. I, I did two tours at ESPN. I was production assistant, and then I was a talent there. So I've seen it from, from every single way. And at every place you work, wherever you work, they, meaning your bosses, always want you to protect the shield. Right? Wherever you go, remember, you carry yourself as a, as, a, as a public face of the company you work for. Right, like We have to protect the shield here at Fox Sports Radio. You have to protect the shield at ESPN. Everywhere you go. But ESPN is very much about protecting the shield. They are very hyper aware of their reputation. Anything that happens that could be controversial, it's big because it's ESPN, it's Disney, and what is going on at Disney and Disney Plus, and suddenly it's not just ESPN. I've been there. I know that when you don't protect the shield, you're gone. It's, it's that simple. It doesn't matter what kind of employee you are. It doesn't matter how irreplaceable you think you are. You're going to be there for only a certain amount of time. If there are people high up enough in the company that don't like you and you don't protect the shield, you're gone. Conversely, people that like you, bosses like that, that are high up that love you, they can only protect you so long if you don't protect the shield. And this was a story that was embarrassing to ESPN. Now, you can debate, and I'm fully up for that. You can debate hey, the merits of exotic dancers, drinking, they're playing poker, is anything going on that's illegal there? I mean, you could say, well, the COVID-19, but we just watched a bunch of people celebrating the national championships tonight. No one's saying, oh my goodness, look at what's going on in the Baylor campus. Uh, so you can, you can debate what the, what the biggest thing here is. But the bottom line that's not debatable is that this is not something that is friendly for ESPN. And they will let you go and drop you and say, we're done. And this was something that they could not defend, that this was not Paul Pierce protecting the shield. And what he needed to do, if he wanted to keep his job, was the number one thing that everybody has to know. Know where you work and know who you work for. Know what you can get away with and know what you can't get away with. Know what you can say and what you can't say. Know what you can tweet 
and what you can't tweet. And this is more difficult now because with athletes using Twitter every five seconds and social media being within a couple of, uh, of, of thumb taps, it gets harder to legislate because, you know, hey, I want to put this online. Well, maybe not the best idea, but because you have access to it, sometimes I'm going to put this on. It's going to be funny. Paul Pierce probably thought, yeah, I could do this. It's funny. It's Friday night. What, what does anybody care? No, this becomes a story. You have to know where you work, and you have to know who you work for. And I know Paul Pierce is sitting here right now putting on social media, oh, I'm so excited about what's next. I'm so excited. Yeah, he's excited about being fired. Yes, because everybody gets excited about being fired. Uh, He forgot who he worked for. He forgot that he had to protect the shield, and this is why he doesn't have a job. I could have told you this was going to happen on Friday when it came out. I didn't know if it would be now. I didn't know if it would be after the NBA season. They would quietly not bring him back, but you knew this was going to be a thing and they felt we can't put him on television anymore so now he's done well where it took its ugly turn right in and of itself innocuous i mean we got so many people that talk about their love of magic city and whatever else uh, across all sports radio and tv networks that you know it's mostly a shrug uh this is videotape to you know, he's, he's either out of sorts, drunk, high, wh- whatever you want to say to that, uh, with uh, folks um, exhibiting some superior dance moves uh, on video. But it started to bring in all of his female coworkers at ESPN, right? It became trending for a number of those that he works with, including Rachel Nichols, where people were asking, uh, you know, of their participation and, and even worse and more gross things than that. And I think that's where it took a turn. Like, in and of itself, it's like, all right, probably not the best choice, but maybe not fireable. But as soon as it starts to trend, not because of him, but because people that are being talked about in message boards, chats, and then obviously the blogs pick it up and they put their two cents in, I think that's where it started to become an issue. For him, look, in 2010, this would have been the death knell for, oh, he was going to be a, a, a promising prognosticator slash hot take artist, but there's really not any other place for him to go. I mean, he's already been courted by Barstool and others, and he'll probably get a bigger paycheck out of it. And maybe it's the, I'm going to embrace who I am. I don't know. Uh, you spin it however <laughs> you're going to spin it going forward. But but I, I, I do think in and of itself, may, maybe it would have gotten him the slap on the wrist and what the hell are you doing conversation behind the scenes. Because, like, look, they've had a number of issues with executives through the years, as so many others have, for sure. Uh, but when, when you look at, at this one, uh, you mentioned Disney. You mentioned the mouse. You got to think of the children. And this wasn't thinking of the children. No, not at all. Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike gets swollen. Don't look. I know what I'm talking about because I've been there, right? I know a lot of people there. I know how it works. And we, everybody should know how it works at this point, right? We've seen enough of ESPN and, and different entities in the news and know that, hey, what people can say and where you can work and what you can say and what you can't say. It's, it's just knowing where you work and who you work for. And he forgot. And now he's not going to be he there. forgot? Uh, yeah, I'd look at that and I think he just forgot or, or thought it was no big deal or I, I can do this. What am I doing? It's my own time. I can do this. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it was something where had you sit back for a couple minutes and said, OK, this is what I'm thinking. 
you know, there's because there's other ways to go about, you know, hey, I want to get out of this deal because well, I want Barstool to hire me. Well, you know, there's, there's but, other but ways to, to get out of it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying it was necessarily, hey, I want to go work here or there or whatever. <laughs> but certainly people are yeah. going to come courting him. Hey, it's the new getting wild. He'll bring his wheelchair with. He's Paul Pierce. Uh, no, that's that's all fine and good. Uh, I'd also look to the career earnings and assuming uh, he, he doesn't need necessarily to be where he is so perhaps you know he just said hey i'm gonna be authentic for a moment and uh well i'm gonna be authentic <laughs> well this is hey, if that's what he does in his off time with any regularity uh, here is a glimpse I'm, of my life behind the scenes i'm gonna be authentic here it is i'm authentic this is my life <laughs> hashtag real paul pierce i don't know i don't know the guy <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yes, sir. Gonzaga falls to Baylor. The Bears are your national champions in college basketball. We'll have more on this coming up in a couple of minutes. But uh, clearly, look, we, we have some incredible stories today that we've been breaking down for you over the course of the night. And look. Just as big has been the Sam Darnold trade to the Panthers by the New York Jets. Not because, you know, I'm Jets, Jets, Jets. But look, Darnold going to the Panthers, it's a big domino that has fallen. And, you know, last hour we talked about how, you know, everybody wanted to make excuses for Sam Darnold because he stunk. Because, you know, gee, it's not him that stunk. It's everybody else. It's not that guy. Oh, right. It's everybody else. It's the coaches. It's the game planning. It's all the coaches. It's all the game planning. It's all the talent surrounding him. It's all of these things. Not in one bit of it is Sam Darnold. I mean, just stop with that. But to tell you why the Jets made the right call with Sam Darnold and why why they knew they made the right call. I'm, I'm going to give you this example, and this is going to kind of open things up for you because the Panthers took a risk, all right? If anybody, the team you have to look at this and say, boy, did they do the right thing, were the Panthers because the Panthers are a team that is loaded and they are ready for any quarterback to come in and say, hey, get us going, man. We got Christian McCaffrey, right? We, we have a couple of good wide receivers that are fantastic, man. Robbie Anderson was great last year. He was phenomenal. You got DJ Moore. You have some kind of game makers and game breakers on that team. They just need a quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo would have been great. If you're the Panthers, of course you would trade a first-round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. The guy can come in. He can throw it deep. The guy wins. Is he healthy all the time? No, but if he stays healthy, the guy's got a pretty decent track record, and he went to a Super Bowl. The guy's got a strong arm. He's the guy you go get, but the Panthers went cheap. Oh, maybe Sam Darnold turns into something. Boy, you really got to be sold that you can turn him around to say, okay, now we're going to kick Teddy Bridgewater out, which, yeah, I get it. You want to move on from him. He doesn't throw the ball uh, very far downfield. He's very limited, but you got to really be sure that, oh, Darnold's the guy, Darnold's the guy. No, you took a chance. You took the cheap way out and you took a chance. So if anybody has the risk in this, it's the Panthers. But here's why the Jets, Mike, why I, I, I trust what they're doing. And how often do I say that about trusting the Jets? Like, this is like the first time ever. <laughs> All right. Think about it from this perspective. Joe Douglas is the GM. Mm-hmm. And he's already had one offseason in which the guys and players he has signed have not been great. Right, he, he biffed yeah. almost the entire offensive line. Everybody in free agency stunk. He chose Prashad Perriman over Robbie Anderson, and how much did that come back to bite him? All of these things. He knows that he has one chance to pick a quarterback, and that's it. Because if he fails, he's not getting another chance, and he's out, and he's a personnel guy someplace else, or he's an assistant GM. He's not getting hired on the general manager. He's going to be the latest guy that failed with the Jets. So he's got one chance to pick a quarterback, one chance, and he didn't have to do it. He could have easily found a way to say, you know what? Everybody seemed to like Sam. We're going to make it work with Sam, and we're going to go get a, a big player at number two. 
whether it's Devontae Smith, we're going to get Waddle, we're going to get, we're going to do something at, at number two, we're going to draft Kyle Pitts, whatever we're going to do, we're going to go get our guys, we're going to load this team up around Sam Darnold, and he could have done that. And if the team stunk, well, guess what? Joe Douglas could have said, okay, now we got to go get a quarterback. Now we're not going to get Sam. Now we're going, because we, we built up around him, and the guys you're building him up with are going to be allegedly good, so you've bought more time. That would have been the easy call, right? He could have stuck with Sam Darnold and said, it's a free year for me, because we're going to, you know, we want to go with him. We'll give Robert Sala one year with him and see what he can do. And, and if it works, great. And if not, we go get our quarterback. But the fact that he is ready now to say, we're moving on. We're trading Sam Darnold. We're drafting a quarterback at number two, and it's going to be Zach Wilson. The fact that they are that sold on Zach Wilson now, when he doesn't have to make that decision if he doesn't want to, tells you how much they believe they're doing the right thing and they're going to the right quarterback. Because he's not doing this if he's not sold. The replacement for Darnold is going to be better, and having Darnold is not as good as having Darnold on another team. So that's that's what sells me on it, is that he's got one chance to get a quarterback, and he could have pushed that decision, but he decided, no, no, year two, I'm making that decision now. Well, you have another subpar year with this guy. You've implicitly decided he was you, – you endorsed it. So he had to get rid of him or make him the backup who was just kind of there. That's the only way this would have worked. So the idea that you would have drafted the new guy because then Sam's just a uh, break glass in case of emergency if Wilson were to get hurt. Instead, you divest yourself of the option, and now you've picked your guy. You had to because the other way you were endorsing Sam Darnold as your quarterback. And so even though you shouldn't be on the hook for him, and I put that in quotes, uh, you, you become the guy, even if he wasn't your guy and your draft pick. It's, it's just the, the way the business works. For Carolina, they take the shot, and now at least for the moment he's competing with Teddy Bridgewater. I still don't think Bridgewater's there when it's all said and done because you can't – they're the same guy. <laughs> right, neither one's a transcendent player. You're, you're not. I mean, maybe Darnold goes there, something clicks, and all of a sudden he's winging the ball all over the yard. Uh, nobody's expecting that. You have a better surrounding cast, all of the accoutrements, all the amenities that he didn't have with the Jets. So the assumption is that he becomes a hero. No, I'm looking at a guy that at least in year one, maybe year two, if, it, if the experiment goes right, then yeah, may, maybe there's something big and a thrust that happens with him. That's not going to happen in 2021 because we're still going to do a lot of virtual meetings, at least based on everything I've read the last couple of days, that the Players Association doesn't want to go to full-on in-person practices. So that might not happen until the end when we're in training camp time again and and everything's virtual. So what's that going to do for a guy who's already had three years where he's sputtering? and rudderless in an organization. Now he's going to go to the new place and suddenly he's going to click with all these guys? Nope. But, yeah, Joe, Joe Douglas uh, did his best to just not be attached to Sam Darnold because that was going to be on his legacy and his uh, ticking clock as the the head uh, of the Jets if, if he allowed him to be, remain the starter this year. Same thing with Robert Sala. One's going to be his guy, but if it was made to be his guy, sorry, you're saddled with the quarterback. Nobody gives you mulligans unless you're in the Bears organization. Then somehow you get nine lives. <laughs> no, I think no. If you go in, if like if Robert Sala goes in this year and he inherits Sam Darnold, it's like a free year. 
because like okay yeah, i'm going to so. i'm going to i'm going to put my own i'm going to put my own stamp on the team if the defense plays well and a couple of playmakers play well okay hey we're we're ready now but we need a new quarterback right, so but obviously you, but if you kept Sam Darnold you endorsed him instead of hey we're the number 2 slot in the draft and we could have picked somebody else i pick this guy no, he wouldn't have gotten the, he wouldn't have gotten the blame for it. I mean, if, if Robert Sala turns the culture around and suddenly, hey, the Jets are competitive and it's a 500-ish season and boy, it's kind of fun, but you could tell they need a new quarterback. No, he gets a mulligan this year. Look, any 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 coach that inherits a quarterback, it's never the worst thing in the world for them to have to play with a guy that is there because they because what they do at the end of the year is, is say, "Okay, we tried, didn't work." All right, we try. We need somebody else. Okay, you're right. We believe in you, coach. So let's go. Let's go get somebody else. So it's almost like you have a free year. You have a free year because A, you're a quarterback and it didn't work out for us. So, so now we go. And then that, that's kind of how it would have went because, you know, Darnold, Darnold still had supporters in the building that wanted him to stay, just not enough when it came down to it because they realized we can do better. And, and is Darnold going to go to the Panthers and play better? Yeah, he will because he can't play any worse. I mean, he's the, he's the lowest-rated quarterback in the league. He was terrible. Mm-hmm. He had no 300-yard games. In, in a year where we set a record for touchdown passes, a starting quarterback of a football team threw less than 10, and his name isn't Cam Newton. Okay, that, that's how bad it was for Sam Darnold. But he'll go someplace else, and he'll be okay. Now, is he suddenly going to be the end-all, be-all? No. At best, he'll be a nice low-end starter, maybe a little bit better than Teddy Bridgewater. And as good as he could be is maybe a middle-of-the-pack guy in the National Football League and middle-of-the-pack guys you don't win with. All right, let's say he goes to the Panthers and he throws 10 more touchdowns and 1,000 more yards next year. That's pretty good, right? That's still throwing 20 touchdowns and throwing for 3,200 yards. Right, that's, that, that doesn't get it done. Not in this air raid era of the National Football League. So for, for him to go, it's like I said, it's more of a risk for the Panthers. But more time, I believe that the Jets did the right thing. And I, I don't say that very often. Normally it's Jets and here we have fun and we laugh and then we laugh at the Mets and then, oh, yeah, and then we just go on from there. But this time I re- the Jets did the right thing. They made the right move. Jets, yo. <laughs> now they have to go do something. Uh, with all those draft picks. Oh, by the way, they they didn't really get any draft picks of value for Sam. Uh, but that's well, that's okay because okay, we don't draft very well, so it doesn't matter. So I mean, we, but, we but draft see, terribly. That, that yeah. goes back to it. Is you just <laughs> talked about how brilliant this guy could be, and look what he's got. He's got nothing. You just oh. put it on the. He's a member of the Jets, so ergo, he's going to draft as poorly as the last guy did. <laughs> that's what you just said while trying oh, to sell me that he made my, the right move. Are you kidding me? That's my fatalist in me. We have a lot of picks, but we can't make the right picks. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Makes no difference. The fact that they got uh, three draft picks on uh, for him at this point. Yeah, you got two, four, and a six for the worst yeah. quarterback in the National Football yeah. League. There you go. Worst draft starting picks. quarterback gave you two, four, and a six. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. All right, so for Gonzaga and Baylor, right? Now, now look, Baylor wins the title, and it is an absolute blowout night for the Baylor Bears. And one of the things that's gaining a lot of attention is suddenly Gonzaga stinks, right? Suddenly that's it, right? <laughs> suddenly, oh, Gonzaga stinks, right? They're the most dominant team in college basketball. Suddenly, oh, they stink. They didn't play anybody. You know, and yeah, I, th- this is where I feel like no matter what, when you throw out a topic, there's always going to be people that are meatheads that are going to take the other side and go, no, just because, all right? 
Gonzaga didn't play anybody. No, the WCC is not a great conference, right? I'm, I'm, I'm fully admitting to that. But to say they didn't play anybody so they're not, they weren't ready for the moment or this is why they lost and never played a team like Baylor, um, timeout, Baylor's pretty bleeping good. Who are the two best teams in college basketball all year? Gonzaga and Baylor. Who did Gonzaga lose to? The second best team, we thought, over the course of the season, which turned out to be the best team. But if you want to sit here and say Gonzaga didn't play anyone, I mean, just stop with that. Okay, they played. This is their schedule. They beat Kansas, right? Kansas was a three seed in the NCAA tournament. All right. Was this Kansas of of the great? No, but it's still a three seed Kansas Jayhawks team. Right. They played West Virginia, who was a three seed. Right. They played Iowa, who was a two seed. They played Virginia, who was a four seed. They beat all of them. They beat all of those teams. They played BYU, who was a six seed and beat them three times. Then in the tournament, they beat Oklahoma. They beat Creighton, they beat USC, and they beat UCLA. So tell me what they didn't do. What, 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 what box didn't they check on the season that, oh, had they just played these couple of – really, so if they had played a couple of, of top 25 teams in the middle of the WC season, they would have been okay? No, they lost tonight. They lost because it's the NCAA tournament, and they had a big emotional game on Saturday, and they came up a little bit flat and had a B-minus game on Monday, and Baylor had an A game. All right, Baylor played better than anybody in the Final Four. Baylor's the best team in the country. It just so happened. We thought Gonzaga was, but clearly Gonzaga is the second best team, and Baylor is the best. But you, to look back and go, they didn't play anybody? I mean, come on. I mean, I don't know anybody that has a, a resume where before their season starts in their conference, they play Kansas, West Virginia, Virginia, and Iowa. Who has that? Who has that on their Nobody does. Nobody. And before you sit here and say, what do they do with the tournament? It's the tournament. Teams lose early, and they lose all over the tournament. So, so you're telling me it's awful that Virginia lost early, but they beat UCLA? Well, well, UCLA wasn't good coming in. No, you can't just fit the argument for where you want to. It, this is They had a big schedule. They played tough teams early to get ready for the tough teams. They played their conference schedule. They beat all the best teams. USC and UCLA, nobody was playing better than them up until they played Baylor. They just lost tonight. Sometimes you've got to accept that they lost the game. They're a great team. Baylor won tonight and give Baylor the credit. Right. Folks are taking the shot at the the conference. Have at it. They still went undefeated. Right? If you have a, quote, bad conference, how many times do we see teams drop games to teams they shouldn't across college buckets? Like, all right, pencil that in. It's like, and then they have a flat night. Why? Because it's hard to get up for every one of those games. As Gascon uh, noted in his update last hour, remember, they also still played a full schedule. They got into the 30s. Most teams were in the mid-20s over the course of the year. You mentioned all those top-seeded teams that they took down before they got into conference play. They have a, a resume that was unmatched. Coming into the game, there was a reason that every ranking had them where they were. And for one night, they were out-rebounded, out-hustled, and out-played by Baylor. I'd love to see it, you know, the seven-game series like we get to see in the NBA. You know what? Unfortunately, we don't. It's one game, and if you don't have your A game, you go home. That's the beauty of the NCAA tournament. That's why we celebrate the pageantry of it each and every year. It's just very, that very thing. You come up cold for a five-minute stretch, and you get boat raced out of the gate like they did tonight. They never recovered, right? Their first point is like, what was it, 12 to 1, 11 to 1 or something? They got mm-hmm. that free throw, and I was like, all right, they stopped the tide. 
all right, that's it. And like, no, no, they were never in this game. They got it to nine, but it didn't feel close. It didn't feel like they were suddenly going to have this run. Why? The spurt ability was on the other side. Give Baylor credit. Give the coaching staff credit. Give the extra effort to those guys. But it takes nothing away from what Gonzaga did over the course of the year. They were dominant. They scored 90 points a game. I'm sorry if folks didn't get excited about them until we got to the March Madness, uh, you know, three-week, four-week run-up here. And then on Saturday night when a nation sat and watched them barely beat UCLA, reminder, UCLA was picked to win the Pac-12. Go look at what everything uh, that transpired for them during the year was. I feel like I'm Fenley there for the moment. <laughs> the idea just being that there, were, you know, they had one guy that left. He decided to take go get paid this year instead of coming to college hoops. Right, went into uh, the the G League. You had a, another guy lost to injury. You had a, a bunch of hiccups along the way, and certainly down the stretch, yeah, there was cause for doubt. But you know what? They rallied and they played their best basketball. Why? Because March Madness is about guard play, and their guards guards came and played and dominated. So. It was a fantastic run and takes nothing away from either of these squads. So, But I know it's hot take nonsense era in sports talk radio and television. Can we not just appreciate that they had a great run and then lost in the national title game and just said, you know what, maybe those teams were closer than the rankings indicated. Oh, and they were both number one seeds. Twitter at how about a fresca? My bad. Just drop your mic, buddy. Just drop your mic. Now, yep. We've got to get a mic drop sound effect, I think. We need a mic drop sound effect. Barry O had one. That was good. Years <laughs> Barry ago. O. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL draft? Well, guess what? I have you covered. On the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff. I need you to go subscribe right now because we're talking the draft. We're talking Zach Wilson. We're talking Justin Fields. Mac Jones. Is he really going to go to the 49ers? I have it all covered. I used to scout in the NFL, and now I talk about football on the 3 and Out podcast. Go subscribe right now. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yo! When a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings. If the signals are going, don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks, even if you don't see a train. Stop, because trains can't. Brought to you by NHTSA. So an update on Fernando Tatis Jr., who left tonight's game after taking a wild swing uh, against the Giants. And according to reports, it is a dislocated shoulder, a left shoulder subluxation, and he's going to be re-examined tomorrow. Now, this could mean anything. This could mean he's out a couple of weeks. It could mean he's out the season. We have no idea. Now, there's two big schools of thought for, for, for this situation right now. Number one is, is, like we said, the reason everybody's holding their breath is because the Padres gave him $340 million, and you don't want to say, oh, my goodness, your career, who knows what kind of player you're going to be after this is over. If it was a non $340 million question, it would be just about his health and going on. But now you've given him money and you gave him a lot when he hadn't proven over a period of four or five years with I can stay healthy and I can put up big time numbers. The guys played 84 games in one year and 59 games in another year. And you gave him $340 million, right? You gave him a lot of money before you had to. And now you're holding your breath because, oh, my goodness, if he's if, he, if he's not the same. Yeah, this is why guys get those contracts when they're in their mid-20s after they've played four or five years and shown you, I'm going to give you great numbers and I'm going to stay healthy. It's why that's when Lindor gets his money. That's when Bryce Harper gets his money. But the other part of it, Mike, is this, and this is a really big deal, is that you and I have both watched, we watch all the West Coast baseball every night. Mm -hmm. And so far, it's not been a great start for Tatis, right? He's he's, he's hitting under 200. Uh, You know, he had a big hit last night, and that's great. Um, But he's made five errors in four games. He just doesn't look like he's right. Doesn't look like the same player. He had the shoulder injury in the preseason. He sat out for a couple of days and came back. And seeing him take that swing tonight, that big swing and go down, I I wonder how dinged up was he coming in. And if he was hurt coming in and playing through an injury, that's a lot of questions for the Padres to go, what are you doing? 
I mean, he's your th- you gave him three and four, and you put him out there when clearly he was not even close to being 100%. And after the first couple of games where you saw that he's quite not the same, that's a lot of questions for the Padres, depending on how this thing comes back. Well, and that's just it, right? We, we saw the initial uh, re- returns from Dr. Chow, uh, who joins us here on Fox Sports Radio, and you can find him on Twitter. Uh, and, and he wondered aloud, and, and this is exactly where it got to, right, in terms of the diagnosis as we've heard it thus far. Uh, but what, what was his status coming in, right? He'd gotten hurt in spring training. Did, did they not let him rest? Because we always talk about this. It's a marathon, man. It's not a sprint. I know you want to get those early returns, especially as the ink is still drying on that contract. But you, you, you got to look to the future, right? Winning the opening weekend is not what this is all about. So as soon as the errors start, and, and maybe he lied to him the whole time. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm not feeling it. And, and maybe he didn't. And this just pushed it to a whole other space. But, I mean, just uh, just a horrible start to the season, right? A guy that was becoming the face or one of the faces of baseball. Uh, and I think baseball fans as a whole, and except for Dodger fans. Dodger fans like challenging us, will you? So, you know, they, they might be a little more uh, cold than I am. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. Our best of podcast goes up in about 10 minutes on iTunes. Use the iHeartRadio app. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can listen to it. Download, subscribe, rate us. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. Congratulations to the Baylor Bears, your 2021 national champions. Coming up next, my buddy Ben Maller. This is Fox Sports Radio. Next year, Syracuse. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 